Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to Branching Out, an upbeat, friend-building, Christian-uniting ministry. We discuss topics concerning our faith, review Christian news, do a devotional, and offer prayers and praise that you share with us. Never be alone. Join us. You can reach us at our website, branchliving.com, through Facebook at Branch Living, and there we have an international community, and it would be a privilege to have you join us. There you can comment, post photos, prayer requests, praise reports. So join us on Facebook at Branch Living. You can also email your prayer requests and praise reports to me at lisa at branchliving.com. That's L-I-S-A at branchliving.com. We podcast once each week, and the heart of our podcast is our Branch Living message. We chat about issues in our lives, read a devotion, hear Christian news, good news from around the world, and then we end with comments, prayers, and praise. So join us and spread the word. We would love to hear from you. And with that, let us join the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this special season, this Advent season that we're moving into. And although it can get crazy busy at times, we ask you, Father, to help us remember to take time to really remember the meaning of the season the fact that you came to us in human form and showed us how to live on this earth and then died for us taking all of our sins and opening the gates to eternal life for those of us who have faith in you. And Father, what a gift that was and what a glorious time that was. And please let us enter that meaning of this season during the hustle and bustle and not be distracted. We pray this in your precious name, amen. Well, today I wanted to talk a little bit about the first hymn. We had talked about we were going to do hymns now, and I wanted to talk about the hymn, O Holy Night. Um, The words are by Placide Capot, and the music is by Adolf Adam, or Adam, Adam, if you want to say it the right way. But um, so as promised in my last blog and podcast, I am going to spend the weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and maybe even a little after Christmas, focusing on beloved Christmas songs and hymns. One of the most beloved Christmas hymns is O Holy Night. The verses were composed by the French poet and wine merchant Placide Capot in 1843 after he was asked by his parish priest to write a poem for the Christmas Eve service. According to Jeff Sanders in his article, The Unbelievable inspiring story behind O Holy Night, and that's in pjmedia.com, December 12, 2016. And this is what he said. On a hard carriage ride to Paris, the gentleman imagined himself a witness to the birth of Christ. The wonder of the glorious moment flowed through his pen, and he gave us the poem, Cantique de Noël, The Song of Christmas. Having written the words, Capot asked his friend, Adolf Charles Adam, to a composer of classical music and opera, who was a Jew, to write the music. The song was performed for the congregation on Christmas Eve, and it quickly became popular in France. However, when Catholic authorities learned that Capot was a socialist and that the composer was not a Christian, they banned the song from Catholic services but this did not diminish its popularity. 10 years after the song was composed, 
American abolitionist John Sullivan Dwight heard it in French, and he was especially moved by the third verse. Chains she, he, the chains he breaks the slave, for the slave is our brother. Translated the hymn from, he translated the hymn from French to English, and he brought it to the United States, where it became popular before and during the Civil War. According to Sanders, the French Catholic Church allowed the song back into their service after the legendary encounter between French and German soldiers in the Franco-Prussian War of 1870 through 71. Um, during a lull in the fighting on Christmas Eve, an unarmed French soldier walked onto the battlefield and began singing the Song of Christmas, or Cantique de Noël. After he had sung all three verses, the Germans responded with a Christmas hymn in German. That truce held for 24 hours. But the song's impact on history doesn't end there. Reginald Fessenden, a former colleague of Thomas Edison, had been experimenting with a microphone and a wireless telegraph. He had discovered that by combining two frequencies, he could transmit speech and music. On Christmas Eve 1906, he transmitted a recording of some music by Handel and then picked up his violin and began playing O Holy Night. He concluded by reading aloud the story of Christ's birth as told in the Gospel of Luke, Chapter 2. Wireless operators on ships in the Atlantic were stunned as they heard what was the first AM radio broadcast ever. Think of it. The first radio broadcast ever was a recording of scripture and a song celebrating the birth of Jesus. What a story and what a song. So um, that is an amazing story that, this, that the history of it just goes on and on from the, uh, the writing of it uh, by somebody who was a socialist, the music by somebody who was a Jew, and then uh, the gentleman hearing the verse, the chains he breaks for the slave is our brother, and bringing that over to America, being so moved by that, uh, bringing it here, and it there it becomes popular before and during the Civil War, of course, where we're trying to break those chains of slavery, and then moving again into the Franco-Prussian War, where the song inspired a 24-hour truce, and then um, the, to be the first song that was, or the first noise, actually, the first uh, broadcast ever, the reading of scripture, and the song celebrating the birth of Jesus. So what a tremendous history O Holy Night has. And so I thought we would go ahead and read those lyrics now. So here are those famous lyrics to O Holy Night. O Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, O oh, hear the angels' voices, O oh, night divine, O oh, night when Christ was born, O oh, night divine, O oh, night, O oh, night divine. Led by the light of faith, serenely beaming, with glowing hearts by his cradle we stand. So led by the light of a star, sweetly gleaming, 
Here came the wise men from Orient's land. The king of kings lay thus in lowly manger, in all our trials born to be our friend. He knows our need, to our weakness is no stranger. Behold your king, before him lowly bend. Behold your king, before him lowly bend. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus we raise. Let us all, let all within us praise his holy name. Christ is the Lord, O oh, praise his name forever. His power and glory evermore proclaim. O night divine, O night, O night divine. I just wanted to add that if you want to hear a beautiful version of this song, search out the performance on YouTube by Josh Groban. It has had over 10 million plays. And then read Luke 2, 4 through 12, which is the scripture verse that inspired this song because it truly was the most holy night. So I wanted to um, conclude now that we are moving into Advent. I wanted to talk a little bit about what is Advent and, and uh, what does Advent mean and just uh, some facts and some interesting things to bring about this season. So celebrating Advent involves intentional preparation for the birth of Jesus. For Christians, the Advent 2021 season reminds us not only of Jesus's birth, but of his eternal presence and eventual second coming. In most Christian communities, Advent starts on the fourth Sunday before Christmas, and this year, Advent 2021 will begin on Sunday, November 28th, and conclude on Friday, December 24th. The word Advent comes from the Latin word Adventus, which means coming. Within the early Christian church, Advent was a season of preparation for the upcoming church season of Epiphany. Over the centuries, the connection between Advent and Christmas became more closely aligned. Eventually, this gave way to the modern evangelical celebrations of Advent season. Advent is meant to be a time of hope, faith, joy, and peace. In Advent, we are reminded that God sent his son to this world so that we might have a relationship with him. Yet Jesus also comes to suffer with us and help us navigate our pain. During Advent then, Christians celebrate and reflect upon Christ's first coming. While at the same time the church looks forward in eager anticipation to Christ's second coming. When Christians and families celebrate Advent, they unite in a generational tradition of celebration and anticipation of Jesus's second coming. So most of this I took right off of um, the uh, Dobson site and uh, James Dobson site. And he does have a, a gentleman who is a family therapist, Danny Hewart, who he now quotes, the world needs genuine hope as creation longs for Jesus's return. Advent helps us look beyond our current problems. Instead, we focus on God's promises. Without Advent, we don't get the opportunity to consider the beginning and the end of the invitation on earth and the bigger invitation of being with Jesus forever. 
In my private counseling practice, I have noticed a significant increase in social anxiety, panic disorder, and depression. It is clear that we need Jesus. Through Advent, we can prepare our hearts for Jesus' eventual return. Advent provides an opportunity to look forward with anticipation through a filter focused on hope, faith, joy, and peace. Unfortunately, the world is searching for these four items through things that were not designed to satisfy the soul. But through Advent, we are reassured of His return. So we have to remember to focus on those four things during this season, hope, faith, joy, and peace. And those four things will add such meaning to this season if we can just keep them in our focus, not only this season, but through all the whole next year as well. I wanted to conclude, we had talked before when we were talking about the importance of song, and we talked about this important song today, O Holy Night. I wanted to read Psalm 95 and 96 because there's an awful lot of mention of song and praise within those Psalms. So Psalm 95 is entitled, Let Us Sing Songs of Praise. And this is from, both of these are from the ESV. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are also his. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. As Meribah on the day of, at the Massah in the wilderness, when your fathers put me to the test and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. For 40 years I loathed that generation and said, They are a people who go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. Therefore I swore in my wrath that they shall not enter my rest. And then 96, worship in the splendor of holiness. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous work among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness and tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns, yes, the world is established, it shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad, let the earth rejoice, let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes. 
for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the people in his faithfulness. So we see throughout song and praise and worship and song and praise and worship. So let's bring that into this season. Let's bring the songs that uh, we learn even as children. Uh, I think of a little town of Bethlehem and all those great songs. And we're gonna talk about some more as we go through, but definitely turn on Pandora or turn on Amazon Music or turn on your playlist and really fill your hearts and minds this Christmas season with the wonderful hymns that we've been given as part of our heritage and hymns that are even uh, taking place right now, good writers of good hymns, contemporary hymns as well. So I wanna end our time together today uh, with prayer and um, especially want to pray for people who are not able to be with family right now. Um, I had a woman that I talked to this week who um, is just not able to be with her family and is feeling quite alone. And I know a lot of people are in those situations. And so um, there's just a lot of outreach that needs to happen. Churches need to reach out. Uh, we need to reach out to each other in prayer. We need to be able to reach out through things like podcasts, of course, um, but also neighbor to neighbor. And so uh, just keep people in your prayers during the season. It's a magical season, but it can also be a lonely season. So we'll go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless all of those in this world during this wonderful season with your joy, with your peace, and especially, Lord, with your presence. Your presence is what is needed to help the lonely because you say over and over, you are our brother, you are our father, you are our friend. And Father, we need your presence. We need that sense of joy as we go through this season so that we can really feel your presence and we can know that you are the Lord and that you are there for us. We pray this in your precious name, amen. So again, it's just a pleasure to spend time with you. Uh, do crank up those Christmas carols, and we will be together again next week to talk about another one. But until that time, stay close to God, stay in touch, and I will chat with you again soon. <music>